The world governing body of athletics is fending off questions about its track record with doping allegations in the lead up to the 2015 IAAF World Championships. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Nicole Bennett. The IAAF concluded its two-day Congress in Beijing on Thursday. Earlier this week, the Federation's Council elected British two-time Olympic champion Seb Ko as its new president. Ukrainian pole vaulter Sergei Bubka was the only other candidate in the race for the IAAF hot seat. The 2015 Athletics World Championships open on Saturday in Beijing. Organizers say that this marks the largest sporting event to take place at the Beijing National Stadium since the 2008 Olympics. I spoke with Around the Rings European editor Mark Bisson on Thursday, who's in Beijing covering the start of the World Championships. Championships. Bisson discussed the biggest item on the IAAF's agenda this week and just how athletics leaders and even a few track and field icons have addressed doping charges looming over the Federation. Well, the big item on the agenda was obviously the election of a new president to replace Lamine Diak, who is uh, stepping down after 16 years in the role. The 82-year-old is making way for a new man, and that man was elected, um, Sebastian Coe, um, was elected on Wednesday. He was for a long time the favourite, but the the actual result was closer than many expected. Um, he garnered 115 votes to Sergei Bubka's 92, so quite a close call in the end. Sadko thanked Sergei Bubka for a, a good campaign. Um, they both travelled the world, uh, meeting the 214 federation leaders uh, over the course of the past 10 months or so. Um, they've both been trying to gain momentum as we've reached this, this finish line here in Beijing. Sebco has traveled 700,000 kilometers. Um, they, they are pr- pretty exhausted by the time they got here, but they, they've pushed for the line and uh, Sebco has won it. So interesting times ahead now for the IWF, um in terms of his vision for the sport. He's wanted this job uh, for, for many years and now he's got it. He must deliver on his manifesto pledges. He's promised to set up uh, an independent anti-doping agency. He's promised to enhance the sport, review the calendar, uh, and, and to improve the presentation of the sport. So it appeals to a younger generation, and that's the key here. Uh, athletics needs stars. It needs uh, people like Usain Bolt, and they need to find them. They haven't really got anyone waiting in the wings, and it, it's those types of athletes who will appeal to to the young people and, and, uh, and get them off the, the couch, get them away from digital media and, and playing games. So that's, that's perhaps the biggest challenge for uh, Subco is to uh, grow the appeal of the sport through a, um, a review of the, of the calendar. The, the other big challenge for Subco is, is of course doping. He, he enters uh, this new era and takes over at the end of August uh, as um, the IWF is, is mired in allegations of doping and, and accusations by uh, various uh, quarters of the media and leaked databases of blood samples in recent weeks that um, the IWF is, is not doing enough to act against the doping cheats who, who are tarnishing the image of athletics. And, and the perception perhaps amongst the, the general public is that there, there is an issue with um, the IWF and, and as there has been an issue with cycling and in the UCI. The IWF now have a challenge to improve the credibility of athletics so that, that what, what people see on the field of play and cannot cannot be doubted. You know the results are, are have been put in question by these these doping allegations. And I think it's um it's very much a big thing for Sebco. He said he 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 wants zero tolerance against drug cheats, 
and he, he will really go for, for the jugular on this. And I think we can expect some um, some big improvements on, on that front uh, as well as uh, the other items in his um, manifesto. So obviously Subco's election is still big news, and like you said, the IAAF elected the British double Olympic champion as the Federation's new president on Wednesday. I know you did a piece this week on reaction from sports leaders kind of across all international federations and, and bodies of sport. So what, what did they have to say about Co's election? Well, I think in general the consensus is that, um, you know, Sepco has the ideas, he has the vision, he had a, a strong manifesto, and you know, he's the man to, to take um, athletics forward. Um, Sergio Bilka has uh, lots of strong points. He has a, uh, a big fan base. He's a very likable man um, and has, has built a has built his um, his status uh, over many years, both both uh, in athletics um, and also uh, on the I, I, on the IOC. So he has a you know a good um, a good uh, rapport with uh, people in, in the Olympic movement and particularly in athletics, uh, and that obviously brought him those 92 votes. But um, he, he was um, cheerful in uh, in defeat. Um, I don't think he expected to get that many votes, and of course he he was uh, elected shortly after or re-elected shortly after as a, as a vice president of the IAAF. So he will still have a, a big influence in uh, in the years to come, and he will be at, at the top table of uh, uh, athletics governing body. So uh, Sergio Bubka lost this vote. He lost the, the IC presidential vote uh, a couple of years ago, but he, he keeps on uh, keeping on. And, uh, and there's, no, there's no stopping him. So I think he, um, he's, he's, a good, um, he's good for athletics, and he's good for the IAAF. So it's good to see him back uh, there at the top table. You touched on this already, that doping has been a major issue for this federation. Over the past year, really, IAAF Chief Lamine Diak has come under fire for the federation's track record with doping. What did he have to say? I know they held a press conference today in the lead-up to the World Championships, and he addressed questions on doping, right? Well, that's right. His press conference uh, was really aimed at uh, the World Championships, um, which start on Saturday. Um, and there were various uh, members of the Chinese uh, local organizing committee um, facing media, but the whole whole setup was dominated by questions about doping. Again, um, it's come it's come to the fore because on Sunday it's the 100 meters final. Um, Usain Bolt is likely to go head to head against um, Justin Gatlin. One of those two is expected to win. Justin Gatlin is in a, a rich vein of form and is the favourite. He's a two-time drug cheat. And if you speak to uh, Sebastian Coe, he won't uh, he won't publicly say um, he shouldn't be at the World Championships. But there are many, you know, in in the uh, IWF who uh, who don't want um, Gatlin to be uh, on this stage. Um, and if he wins, then you know questions will come again about doping. So I think um, those at the IWF are hoping that uh, Bolt can do it again. He can defend his 100 meters and 200 meters titles here in Beijing. So um, if he can rise to the occasion, then it will be a good result for athletics. It's a bit of a shame in a way that um, it's come to this. We're talking about doping again on the eve of a world championships, which uh, should be all about the sport. But that's the nature of, of the beast that is um, the IWF at the moment. Um, earlier in the day, um, there was a, a Puma press conference and, and uh, Usain Bolt and Asafa Powell um, we're talking to media at that, um, that event uh, across town in Beijing. Again, questions came to, to uh, Usain Bolt, and he, he's, he's pretty fed up with, um, with being asked these questions, as he said 
today, uh, everything everything he's talking about is, is doping, 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 and the build-up to these championships that have been about doping issues. He said it's sad that it's been at the forefront for the world championships. All I've been hearing is doping, doping, doping. All the questions have been about doping. So he's, he, he, he doesn't like to hear that, and, and he, he's um, been been up there touted as, as the, the saviour of athletics for, for, for many years. Um, he's never been uh, accused of, of doping, and uh, we hope he's clean. But, you know, he, he urged other clean athletes to, to come to the rescue of athletics today and, and to join him in, in trying to, to fight against uh, these doping issues. So it's a big um, shadow uh, over uh, this championships, which have not yet begun. But we're hoping that on Sunday there will be... Uh, as Lamine Diak said today, he hopes that um, the focus will be back on the competition and, and away from doping, and, and I think many would, would hope that that will be the case. And organizers are saying that the athletics championships mark the largest sporting event to take place at the Beijing National Stadium since the 2008 Olympics. What's the mood like in Beijing having that kind of high bar, really, for an event like this? It, does it seem electric, exciting at all? Well, I've been I've been through the Olympic Park now. Um, I haven't been here for seven years since the 2008 Olympics. I, I walked through the Olympic Park last night in the dark. The stadium, the Bird's Nest, looked glorious with a, a projection um, of films on on the on one end of the stadium. There were quite a few people walking around, um, hundreds of people, in fact, and families, kids, couples, uh, enjoying the atmosphere on the Olympic Park. Um, and today I, I walked uh, from the convention center where the IAAF Congress finished um, across to the um, to the Burzner Stadium. Had a look inside, and it, it looks fantastic. It's a stunning stadium. Uh, whatever you, whatever you think about the the cost of it, um, you, you wouldn't get that kind of stadium in this in this era under Thomas Bach and, and the Agenda 2020 reforms that have been put in place, uh, which led to the scrapping of Japan's monstrously overpriced. Two billion stadium recently, so you wouldn't get this kind of thing in uh, in the current era. But it does look great from the outside, and it looks great from the inside. So there will be a, a big atmosphere in there. Um, Fifty thousand crowds um, are expected for the evening sessions. Um, the capacity is capped at that fifty thousand, so that the, the top two will not be used. Um, and I think some tickets have been sold for uh, ten yuan, which is a, a very very low price. So they they, they are going to bring kids in. They're going to bring. Um, lots of people in at low prices to fill the um, to fill the morning sessions, and and the hope is that they will uh, get the buzz that we had at the Beijing Olympics um, seven years ago. So it, it looks great from from this uh, perspective. Uh, you know, a couple of days away from the championships, so and we hope that um, hope that they uh, deliver on their promises to to fill the, the stadium. That was Around the Rings European editor Mark Bisson with perspective on a big week for the world governing body of athletics. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.